from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. Sister Sleep, Orchid.
Uh, welcome to the Mosh Pit. I'm your host, Wes Everett, and uh, here with me is Mr. Jack Adamant. Jack, how you been, man? Hello there. Um, I'm good, actually. Today I was reviewing a couple old songs, the ones that they didn't make it to the to my last record, and see actually if they can work in the future. I don't know. Just reviewing them. So, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> Let's um let's get right into it. Give a little backstory about you know. I know you've been in a lot of bands. I know you've um you've been playing since you were what fourteen. Right. Yep, that's true. Uh, probably we should go back to uh, when I was a kid. I always liked to to play like uh, any kind of instrument. I was mainly writing songs in the very beginning, snippets, words. And uh, so probably the first instrument that I learned to play was guitar, but I wanted to be in a band. And uh, most of the local bands where I was, they needed a singer. And uh, so it was a, a cool experience in the in the beginning. But then it just, you know, you want to start writing your own stuff and uh, the bands where you are, they said you want to play covers. And uh, yeah, it was a, a little bit of a challenge in the, in the early days. But then the... The band where I actually started writing seriously uh, songs and uh, touring was the Valeriana, and it was a, a grunge band or hard rock band. And there was actually playing bass. But the solo, pro- my solo project, the Jack Adamant thing, started probably around 2016 when uh, I got in touch with this guy, Stefano, the guy from uh, Agatha Rowlings. Um, he's a guy from Milan, actually, and he he, he was starting this uh, label called uh, AR Recordings, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I got in touch with with him, and uh, I wanted to introduce him the, all those songs that they didn't fit to to my previous bands. You know, you play with a band, probably the songs that you have in store that you've been written, they they actually yeah they are in a different type of music, genre of music, and uh, so I was thinking. Probably I can save those songs for for a solo project. Project and when the time came, then was like uh, was cool because I was presenting these songs to this guy and he was very keen, very interested in the in the songs. So we thought we're gonna start releasing like an EP, which was like I'm talking about 2017, and the first EP actually was, was five songs and uh, very intimate. Uh, Mainly acoustic, should say, because there were there was no drums there for about the very I'm talking about the very beginning. And the the first EP was called Lunch at Twelve since '82, and that was the very beginning. And uh, then I actually I wanted to have back the the region, the the music where I was coming from, which is more grunge, alternative rock. So I wanted to have the full band, and so we started talking with this guy about making up. A record and uh, the first record actually was in 2019 it was called unkind and that record was a little bit more uh, rock alternative rock more grunge till the very end the the latest one obscure places and cupboards which has been defined more uh in the, in the punk streets in the punk area and in the punk i think and uh yeah this is the sound evolution i think from the, the early days till the very then till, till the the recent days. That's very cool, man. That's cool. Um, so you just took your sound, evolved it, 
through your bands and now you've got your solo project. Um, now, right. now you said you released an EP. Are you looking to release another EP or are you looking to release a full LP coming up? Uh, in the beginning, the EP was a kind of a experimenting and trying out if those songs could have a different form than uh, with the full band. But we were kind of satisfied by this first EP. So then the idea was just releasing uh, full records. And, and this is what, what, what actually we did with the Unkind, my first record, and then the, the latest one, Obscure Places and Cupboards. I should say that especially for the for the latest one we had a, a few songs that they didn't make it you know those songs that you, you you think that probably they could work for the record but then we had we had to choose like only 10 songs and then probably we had like 15 that they didn't make it they we thought that they were not the right fit for this record so we'll see today actually i was going through back to the songs and checking the arrangements the mixing and probably I think we, we can use a few of them to, to release a new record in the in the future. This is the, the gold idea for now. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Don't let mm. any of them go to waste, right? No. <laughs> definitely not. Wild Street, Hot Licks featuring Zenora and Mickey Licks. I need a 
So getting back to, you know, we just got through this pandemic. We got through the lockdown. How was that as far as your creative time? Was it, did it help you write more songs? Did it, did it influence you in any way? Uh, I think during the pandemic, I found myself a little bit depressed. Uh, the future was a little bit uncertain. And uh, so it was a very weird time. And and I wanted to, to actually use this time in a productive way. And I remember that I was investing a, uh, most of the time that I had to, to learn a little bit more about pr- producing myself. Because I always been interested in uh, uh, recording and uh, mic placement, what kind of mics to use, what kind of cabs, what kind of amps or instruments to use, what are the best techniques to to, to actually to apply to specific uh, scenarios. And uh, I remember that when I was in a band, we were in a studio, and there you have like a budget, you have time uh issues and you have to be as much as effective as you can so you don't really have the time to experiment with stuff so during the pandemic i, I took that time and uh, i was going a little bit more into details about well understanding how to actually uh yeah produce myself and um, going through recording things mixing but I also understood that it's like there is too much to to deal with with this new home home recording home recording uh, studios and uh, too much to fiddle with and uh, so after a bit I realized I need a workflow I need a template that I can use all the time so I don't get stuck like uh, pop again uh, more plugins um, eluding myself that I can fix stuff it's just a uh, uh yeah testing things but in a in a more um efficient way uh, i should say so i was actually working on my template and workflow so i could still focus on writing more songs that was the the target but i also realized during this time because i was working with the with with my friend jed was the drummer and uh, he has been working a lot with me especially for a uh, uh, for this this latest record, he was there all the time, giving me the, the big view how things were going on, and he was working with with the with the drums and uh, helped me with mixing and uh, uh, yeah, also music videos and uh, artwork, all those kind of things. But he understood mainly and made me understand that um, I need to be in control of each phase, each step. From writing to mixing, to if if I'm the one mixing or producing, uh, distributing, promoting, uh, so he really understood my uh, my way of working with the with my solo project, and uh, yeah, it was nice. So, should say, very cool, very cool. Um, that leads me into my next question. You know, what's been your biggest challenge? you know, getting these songs together, deciding which ones to go on an album, just being in a band in general. I think the the most problematic thing that I always found when I was playing in a band was just uh, thinking that being passionate and uh, being creative 
it's all you need. Uh, it's more complex, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as much as you have like a lot of energy, especially when when you're young. Uh, the biggest challenge for me was is always has always been to to be committed to understand this is the my priority and this is something that I have to make that I want to do my best to make it happen. And yeah, you can't pretend that everybody in the band has the same view as you, especially when we we have expenses, we have uh, families, or in, in this case, I'm not talking about myself, but people that actually have full-time jobs or they have families, kids, they have a lot to deal with and to make time actually to, to make their dream or music as a uh, first priority in their lives i understand that it's uh it's tough it's no it's no easy at all and for me it was uh it's always been the same just uh i found that being committed and uh grinding has been always the the biggest challenge so especially now that i've been more and more involved not only in the writing process but also in the mixing and uh, uh Promoting, distributing, getting your name out there. It's now like being on a, on a podcast or being interviewed or reviewed, all those things. Yeah, it's, it takes time. And uh, deciding that this is actually what you want to do with the, in your life, it's, uh, it's a challenge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, anything that's, anything that's worth the battle is worth the time it takes to get there. Yeah, like sleeping on floors, crashing on somebody's <laughs> floor. All the perks that come with the music business, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Adamant, Itchy Memories. Tonight When the world is 
just for closing that door To leave all my dreams behind Although I can hear the sound It's like a buzz in my mind You can't believe it We can deceive the past Here comes the feeling If there's a light, it's ours He can't be real This God seems to kind How come we're living tonight? So what about live shows? Do you have any coming up that you want to plug? Uh, as I said, the, this time we are approaching the, the 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 latest release in a different way because mm-hmm. in the past we uh, we worked on the on the record when the record was ready we were just we wanted just to play the record live and that, that was it. This time we we thought that probably we should have spent a little bit more time in uh, promoting the the record. So I mean, being uh, getting a little bit more reviews. Uh, getting on uh, uh, more podcasts or uh, interviews, getting the name out there a little bit more. That was the, the main goal. And uh, the latest record, uh, again, Obscure Place and Cupboard, uh, Cupboards, was just released like in uh, in September last year. So we want to spend a little bit more time in promoting and getting the name out there. But at the same time, we are applying for festivals and getting in touch with other bands to get gigs because you know, the I found for at least for myself the best way just to go to shows, mm-hmm. meet new bands, and uh, getting in touch with them, networking with them, and you never know. Probably they they're gonna have a show uh, in a few months or next month, and one of the band opening for them won't show up, and you and they will call you, and then you will be playing the same show, sharing the same stage with them. Which is uh, is uh, it's very convenient, but as I said, we uh, we applied for a, sh- a few shows and a big one. It's uh, in Italy, first of May, and we really, really, really hope that we'll make it because it's a big stage and uh, it will be in Rome. So we are really waiting to to get there and play the on that show. Oh, very cool. Well, if there's anything that you know here at the Mosh Pit, we can help you out with promotion yeah. um, any of that just let us know yeah cheers man absolutely mm-hmm. um now as far as um as far as the challenges go uh, i'd like to ask you the other side of that question which is what's been your biggest accomplishment oh that's a good one uh, i think probably the biggest accomplishment for me was uh um uh, being in charge of the whole process, deciding now I'm going to go solo and being in charge of taking care of everything from uh, the songwriting process, from writing the lyrics and the the music and the arrangements and uh, having the final word, the final decision on on each step. That was was challenging and at the same time rewarding. And especially for this record, since we released this one, we are getting a lot of good reviews and a little, a lot of, a lot of feedbacks. And uh, yeah, the satisfaction of uh, getting so many people talking about this, uh, 
this new record and uh, the change of sound because I said as I said in the, in the beginning it was a little bit more folk pop. Then I moved towards to the grunge and uh, alternative rock uh, scene, and, and now it just was uh, uh, was a little bit different because like we we wanted to have songs that were a little bit faster and uh, shorter, and there was a big change about, and we didn't know what what, what people will will, uh, will actually think about the will have thought about the this change of sound. And because of the good good reviews and uh, how people are talking about this record, I, I feel really happy and glad that they're appreciating our hard work and uh, they're enjoying the music that we we have recorded. Very cool. I wanted to pick your brain on um, one of your songs, Itchy Memories. Uh, what was it like putting that song together? How did it come together? Well, that's, that was the, the beginning of the record and uh, probably one of the first songs that I wrote for uh, when I started thinking, when I was actually started thinking about releasing this specific one. Mm-hmm. Because we had some songs that were pretty old and we thought that they could fit this record. But uh, each man memories actually dictated the sound of the, of the record together with Astray. And we wanted to start with that one because it actually mm, gave a kind of the clear picture of how the record will will be. So the listener, as soon as he as he go and, and hit plays, play, sorry, and start listening to each memories. I, I think it gets the the idea of uh, how the the sound will will be how how the the, the feelings and uh, I don't know the attitude of the record will be and that's why we want to to have each memories at the beginning and uh, here and still at the very end I think that that those two they were the always the the only thing that we were sure, uh, sure of to start with the uh, with each memories yeah there was the a little bit inspired by dinosaur juniors and uh, sebado i should say but always giving the the kind of pixies vibes as well 12 years today reveal the pain
pretty neat, man. I, I, like, I like hearing stories about how songs come together and, you know, just the, the mindset behind it, you know? But about the recording of that song, I remember that uh, it came pretty easy to together to, to write the, the lyrics and the, and the music. But then, as uh, as I always do, and what I learned during the pandemic was just to keep the, everything organic. I always like that when I record a song or produce a song, the same exactly song can be uh, played live uh, in a stripped down version with a just with a guitar or piano or ukulele, I don't know, any instrument. And uh, I have this kind of uh, three uh, takes rule that I, I I don't like to, when any kind of uh, instrument that I'm recording, any part that I'm recording in the, in the software or, uh, yeah, or in a studio, I just like to, to keep it very neat and very effective. I like to record like the same part um, only three times, no more than. I don't like to have more than three takes uh, because I think um, if there, if I'm start uh, recording too many too many times the same the the same part, it means that there is something that is not actually working with that with that thing. I need either I need to go back to the uh, arrangements or uh, rehearsing the part a little bit more, or probably. I'm just recording something that you it doesn't fit the vibe of the song or it doesn't the song doesn't doesn't need that that the part I know that's the that's how I'm working right now and it feels that is very uh is the right way right yeah and and a lot of times when you record it more you know it's kind of like telling a joke more than once it kind of loses that something yeah yeah definitely <laughs> The same when you're actually recording the, a song, and uh, I always I always find found that the, the songs that they come quicker, the the ones that they're easy to to write and easy to record. Actually, the, the songs that actually work at the very end. When you're spending too much time on the same song, either on the writing side or on the recording side, then probably you need to to give a rest to this and to give a break to that song and. Uh, Going back to the to the song, probably a few years later. I don't know. It mm. can be different. So. I got you. Yeah. Um, mm. I wanted to ask you. You know, what uh, what are your three goals for the next twelve months? Yeah, uh, I think promoting a little bit more this record will be the the main goal. So we we we're gonna get the name Jack Adamant out there. Uh. And then I think we're going to release a new music video because we have this new single, Imalai. Uh, we made a music video and it's going to be released this year. Probably some other music videos about stripped down versions of the songs from, from this latest record. And yeah, now that there is a chance, I actually my, my main goal is to go to, to more shows. And uh, as I said, networking with the with the people there, getting in touch with uh, as many musicians as I can and try to arrange like gigs together or yeah, just to be involved. That's the, that's the goal. That's awesome, man. I, I, I love that you've got mm -hmm. the goals, you've got it, you know what you want to do. Um, and I'd love to catch up with you in um, six months, do another interview, yeah, catch yeah, up, yeah. see where you're at. Absolutely. 
Definitely. Um, before I let you run away, uh, do you have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves? Oh, I have like a funny one and a serious one. Okay. The, the funny one is just I'll say to write down the chords, tabs, the songs, because probably what it makes sense right now in this specific moment won't be comprehensible 10 years later. And that's something that happened to me a lot, just uh, especially when you you're not so skilled about music theory. So you start writing chords in your own way. And uh, and it makes sense now, but probably you, you're you going to leave the song behind. And uh, coming back like a few years later, you say, oh, uh, probably I need to, to get back to that song. It works now. So I can record the song and uh, put it in this record. But you won't be able to, to understand the chords and the parts that you wrote down back then because uh, they were not really not written in a, in a proper way. Although it's like right now, uh, nowadays, it's like with those mobiles, you can just film yourself. And uh, I found it very useful actually to film myself. So I know that uh, the, the bass lines are written and recorded in this way. Or this is the way I want to have the bass or this is how I want to have the, the, the guitar parts, the solo parts. And uh, yeah, just write the, the, the parts down in a in a comprehensible way, it's uh, is my first advice. And the second one probably will be, don't expect people to do to do stuff for you, things for you. It's like the world doesn't revolve around you. So if you have time and uh, you are able to, to learn new stuff, new things, like uh, making a music video, for example, just do it because probably uh, it will be useful in the in the future. But wasting time expecting people to to do things for you, it just uh, yeah, it's just a waste. And it happened to me because you're spending so much, spending so much time, you're putting so much energy in what you do that you think that people will admire and uh, um, reward you straight away. But I don't think that is the way it works. So. Just do what you can do yourself and uh, keep grinding. Space Goat. Earthquakes.
even outside of the music business <laughs> <laughs> thanks <Andy. laughs> well um man i appreciate you sitting in on the pit 
Um, really enjoyed talking to you, getting to know you, getting to, you know, pick your brain a little bit. Same here. Tell everybody where they can find you on all platforms. Oh, we have a, a website, uh, com, and uh, we are on uh, Instagram. Just, uh, yeah, looking for Jack Adamant. You will find me on Instagram, on uh, Facebook or Twitter. We, we are trying to, we are trying out also TikTok as well. And uh, yeah, it won't, I don't think it's that complicated to to find me out there also on youtube as well we have cool music videos which i really recommend to check it out okay cool well, we will definitely plug that we'll um, tag you when the show drops and again i appreciate you sitting in on this cheers man my pleasure yes sir you have a great day and uh, we'll catch up soon yeah all right buddy take care man you bye too. bye